Hello, remote friends. The information from this podcast is rich with remote support, but it's even more important that you go from information to application to get the best results possible. Remote work is here to stay, and we want to help you on your way. So let us know how we can support you even more by visiting remotepathways.com. There you will find a quick link to talk with us directly. Reach out to Jen for all your teamwork, leadership, coaching, and facilitation needs. And reach out to Michelle for developing a healthy, sustainable rhythm of life through spiritual practices, 90-day projects, and simple structures to support your remote working journey. Until we connect, thank you for listening. It's such an honor going remote together with you. Let's explore the remote world. Together we'll discover the people, places, and pathways to working remotely. We'll engage in great conversations, share tips and valuable resources, and connect you with voices from the field. Let's go remote together. Hello, Jen. We're back here on the remote road with a very special episode. Today, we're going to be reviewing that remote highway that we have traveled over the past year of co-laboring together on this beautiful Remote Pathways podcast. I know you have to be excited. I am, Michelle. I can't believe it's been a year, almost a year, since we launched on November 23rd, 2019, not knowing how important virtual and remote work would become in 2020. So I'm super excited to welcome our listeners, whether you've been with us for one episode or all 24, welcome to this special edition of our first year in review here at Remote Pathways Podcast. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I think we're just going to travel through the episodes, right, Jen? So take us back to the beginning. So again, we launched this podcast a year ago, fall 2020, 2019, and we released our first episode on November 23rd. I think it's important for people to understand a little bit about the why of this podcast and what our purpose was. And maybe I'll start off with the originator story and or the origin story, as we often call it in writing. So the Remote Pathways podcast actually emerged out of a literacy fundraiser I was a part of a year ago summer. And as part of a weekend event of writing, what emerged off my keyboard was the Digital Dozen, 12 remote workers who represent the very diverse pathways we now see 3 billion plus people moving through every day. So I brought this to you, Michelle. I don't know if you remember our first conversation. I said, hey, Michelle, would you be interested in partnering with me on a podcast? I know you do voice work. Let's think about creating something together. And the rest is history. What, what do you remember from our origin story? Yeah, I so remember that time. I remember my heart exploded with joy. And then I remembered too, like we brought to life all those principles that, that you share with so many uh, different coaches. Our first steps into these waters of co-laboring together is we vision casted together. We mind mapped together. We did all those things and we answered those questions of what's our intention? What do we really want our listeners to walk away with? So that was fun too. And, and out of that came, let's explore the different people, places, and pathways of remote working. And the digital dozen, I've got this special radar now. 
every time I see someone that's remote working, I'm like, which digital dozen, which avatar are they? <laughs> so that's been fun too. Well, they are taking on their own life form, right? And and what's exciting, and it hasn't happened yet this year, but there'll be some new books coming out under the Remote Pathways banner. And I'm super excited about that because what was once a twinkle in my eye, we now have created a voice and a shape around. If anyone looks at some of our um, podcast skins or the actual like visuals of our different episodes, you'll meet them. You'll actually see them and they continue to morph and take shape. So we wanted in this sort of end of season one review to take a a walk through where we've been, whether it's been with the digital dozen or with our special guests. And we've really been privileged to become a conduit and a voice for many of you that are now finding that remote work is your way to work, at least in this moment in time. That sounds wonderful. Tell us more about these avatars. Yeah, well, after we we introduced the podcast last fall, we started going down the pathways and we first met Joe and Ned. Joe being a remote team leader. And again, as I saw my former world of work, remote team leaders need to lead through influence. We can't adopt the traditional mindset of chalk and talk or command and control. And one of the themes, if you've been listening in here at the Remote Pathways podcast, is the need for not only a pivot in the way we work, but in terms of a paradigm shift needed in terms of how we lead, how we collaborate, and how we work in the remote space. And so our second episode took a look at Joe and Ned. Ned is our avatar or our character who is new to remote work. That actually um, led to the production of a remote working white paper that I launched just before the pandemic hit North America back this last winter. But it was inspired by Ned, who is new to remote work. And if you are still new to a role in the remote space, check out episode two. And it is all about getting started with remote work. And we included that episode, a download of getting started with remote work checklist. So valuable. And I know that white paper just sparked so many conversations and and you brought your voice into the world. I know you inspired so many of us coaches with that white paper. And it's still present as well on our website too. You can still download that white paper. Yeah, it's been downloaded now by thousands of people. I really, you know, as a writer, it's it's been one of those moments in time where it's been a nexus of a lot of great, great things happening. And I hope that if you haven't found it, it's the right white, working white paper and you can check it out. It will still be a value because it's not just about transitioning into remote work. It's about how do you do it for the medium term and the long haul as well. So where to next? We met Joe. And Ned, then who did we go on to meet? Michelle, Serge, the serial entrepreneur, and Mel, the professional coach. And again, this is part of your landscape. As a professional coach, how do you connect in with with Mel, our Remote Pathways avatar? I remember talking about um, just connecting with the heart of coaching. I remember that oftentimes, not only do I see myself as a coach and bringing that gift to the world, just helping people explore their options and make important decisions, but also the value of being coached myself. It's just, I believe in it so much. It is a way of life for me. I have many different coaches that I'll tap into their strengths uh, from time to time. So how about you, Jen? What do you love about coaching? 
Uh, well, we could have a whole episode on this. Yeah. I, you know, to me, coaching um, was the missing piece of the remote work toolkit, right? I became a coach when I was still a leader within the remote space. And what I found, having been an experiential educator for years, was that my skills as an experiential educator could only go so far. What was missing was the accountability, the questions, the deep levels of listening that we need to bring to help people thrive in this space of remote work. And so actually, Mel, I think, is very near and dear to both of our hearts. But she was joined in episode three by Serge, the serial remotepreneur. And Serge was, again, like one of those characters of the digital dozen that was just a twinkle in my eye. But since then, um, as you know, you know, this, his, his whole personality has grown and morphed. I've got a current writing project around remotepreneurism, which hopefully will be out in 2021. And I think like we have seen the explosion of people looking at how do I do a side gig? How do I do a full-time gig around entrepreneurship? So stay tuned. I think you're going to see Serge and Mel coming back in season two. Oh, that's exciting. I can't wait to bring them back. And that takes us to the sales professionals and project managers. These are both some of our background waters that we're swimming in, right? This is a fun episode. What do you remember from that, Jen? Well, I remember you talking about Sally. So Sally is our our sales professional. That's your background. And I got to speak about Sujit, who's a project manager. Maybe, you know, talk about Sally because she's probably more closely linked to you. So who is Sally in our DigiDozen? Yeah, Sally, she just is very passionate about being the voice for the company, either her, her her own company or the company that she represents. She's kind of the boots in the field, but she encounters some different challenges, right? She needs the ability, the skill set for a program design or presenting PowerPoint presentation. She needs quick access to her uh, client information. So if she's engaged in a conversation, she can remember those important things um, about her clients so she can meet them heart to heart. And she has to really have some collaboration skills to communicate back with the operations and marketing team. And that synergy, that dance that they do together. So I just love um, Sally because also another thing that she might experience is some loneliness because she is out there by herself. She works in a different world than a lot of the other people. It was just fun to bring voice to Sally. So thank you for that opportunity. <laughs> and again, I see you and Sally and your your former background. And as we as we heard from lots of our readers, you know, along the last year, people really connecting in with different avatars or different characters of the digital dozen. And and I have to say, you know, Sujit is is really, you know, a representation of part of my former world of work. I was a program manager for many years, which I always used to describe program management was like project management on steroids, right? It's like <laughs> managing like super big, big programs, which were like multiple projects. So like Sujit, right? We've met Sujit and, and had other guests related to project management over the last year, but it's, um, it's really become an important part of almost everyone's world, right? And might be the more traditional sort of like waterfall approach to project management, or I'm increasingly hearing more and more organizations embracing Scrum methodology and agile processes. 
So, you know, project management is key for all of us on an individual and also an organizational level. And it was interesting. Again, we, we sort of pivoted in that. Um, that was episode four. And it also got us thinking about vision and the importance of vision, which has been a theme we've returned back to recently and talking about how important it is to return to vision in times of disruption and how the vision can really create that anchor on the horizon where some of the turbulence that you might see in the immediate forefront just isn't quite as turbulent. So Sally and Sujit, episode four, led into Jane, the virtual facilitator, and Mo, the creative solopreneur. And we looked at, you know, goal setting and conversations and learning. Again, Mo is our creative diva. And to the, the, the comment I made a few minutes ago around our people in the world moving to creative side gigs, I think Mo is going to be seen as a really important avatar in season two of the Remote Pathways podcast. She, along with several of the other entrepreneurial group, will be, will be spotlighted in my Remotepreneur book as well. So Mo, the creative solopreneur, and her sidekick in that episode was Jane the virtual facilitator. <laughs> so who hasn't needed to learn how to harness Zoom or Teams or WebEx or whatever platform you're on? Jane was the originator. And Jane is a little bit like me. I think a big part of my year has been spent doing train the trainers for the virtual space. Same with you, Michelle. You were an early adopter with this technology. You know, uh, what is it, your connection in with Jane and Mo? Because you have a piece of both of them in you. Yeah, I love that the Jane, the virtual facilitator, like you said, there was a huge, what'd you say, billions of people that went to the remote space. And there's a tsunami, a tsunami of people moving to the remote space, right? And like some people still haven't figured out the technology even today. Exactly, exactly. So it became very, very important for people to understand how do I connect with my people, you know, that I want to communicate with, how whether it's family or work or how do I pivot my event, right? This was supposed to be in person. We will talk about that later with our fabulous guest, Kristen. But yeah, it became very important for all of us to kind of gather these facilitation skills. I also think about uh, teachers and professors across the globe, right? They also, uh, in order to connect with the, with the children or adult education, it just became a very, very important skill set. So thank you for bringing that to the world, Jen. Well, it's been a it's been a passion area, and some of you first met me through my Effective Virtual Conversations book, right? Like the virtual learning space continues to morph and emerge, and it's never been more important to not only like talk at people, but talk with people. I think that's the differentiator. So that was episode five, Jane and Mo, and that took us then into episode six, Malcolm the Mentor and Alex, who works from anywhere. <laughs> Again, if we think back to last fall. Think about what you were thinking when you thought about people who could work from anywhere. Were you perhaps met with a bit of resistance? I think so. I remember earlier this year going into my local supermarket and someone saying, hey, you're early here, earlier here today. You're not working? I said, no, I was working from 5 a.m. They were like shocked that I could actually work from my home. This, of course, was pre-pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Now it's, I feel like we're in a Dr. Seuss book. I work in my car. I work at the bar. I work in my house with the mouse. You know, it's just like, I truly work from anywhere, wherever I can get that internet connectivity, or if I need to take a break, I'm at the park. You know, 
this has taken on a new meaning. And I would also say it kind of flipped because travel bans came across the board. So we had to get really creative too, right? Sometimes we weren't allowed to leave our homes. So working from anywhere within our homes, it's like, okay, I'm going to work in the closet today. Okay, I'm working in the office. Now I'm going to work at my kitchen table. So it's just been interesting to see the new perspective of working from anywhere. Absolutely. So check out episode six, Malcolm the Mentor, Alex, who works from anywhere. And then we wrapped up our introduction to our final two members of the Digital Dozen, Victor the Volunteer and Sam, who is who sells her startup for a billion dollars. And what's interesting, I've actually met quite a few Sams in the last year, women and male entrepreneurs who have scaled up their business and sold it for billions of dollars. So that rounds out our remote pathways view. We'd like to invite you to visit episodes two through seven, which really look at the digital dozen. We are going to be doing a part two to dig deeper into episodes eight through 24, because once we introduce the digital dozen, that really lay the landscape for future episodes and actually planted the seeds, I think, for creating this voice here at Remote Pathways. What do you think about those first episodes, Michelle? What stands out for you? Again, I love the digital dozen. I I think that they, I'm so glad that you brought that creativity to life and gave them voice. And I encourage our listeners, go back and ask yourself, you know, not just for yourself, but who are the remote avatars around you? Start looking out into the world. You'll usually see people that are more than one avatar as well, you know, so lots of fun conversations. How about you, Jen? I, yeah, I think uh, I feel blessed as the muse for, uh, <laughs> for the digital does it to like emerge. I'm looking forward to getting these creative projects that I've been talking about all year out in the world. Again, when you have 3 billion people pivot to the remote space, it's always a challenge to sort of be able to serve, serve in tremendous volume, but also keep, keep sort of the passion projects alive. So Michelle, I want to say a big thank you as we go to wrap up this first part of our season one and review. We're going to be back uh, soon with a part two where we're going to dig into the many, many real people who joined us based on their work experiences. So we hope that you'll come back for our season one, part two and review where Michelle and I then take us through the next set of episodes and some of the iterations, like we then introduce the community call structure as well. So you and I have really been advocates for helping people to become like exceptional remote workers. We really want to continue to hold a space for bringing our voices so that we illustrate those people, places, and pathways to remote work. So thank you, Michelle. Uh, so cheers to you know our listeners and the community that's forming. Thank you for taking time as always. And if you've enjoyed this, please subscribe and also leave some comments. We'd love to hear from you. See you again soon. 